Into the Badlands was an interesting series, with the premise that Earth had gone through a major apocalyptic event. What came out of that was a territorial split of land run by barons. And this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore humanity. Emily Beecham and Aramis Knight spoke at New York Comic Con. Well, my character is a baron. Uh, she's one of the only female barons in the Badlands. And uh, she's a very tough character. She's an amazing martial arts fighter. She's a very skilled fighter. And uh, she has only recently become a baron uh, after she murdered her husband and her son. So she took the title after that. So, uh, yeah, she's got a lot of contro- controversy about her, all the other barons kind of a bit wary of her and um, yeah although she's sort of like a relative newcomer she's like definitely one that's like coming yeah she's definitely making her mark with you know outsmarting (laughs) um I play MK MK is Sunny's Colt um I'm taken on as Sunny's Colt a Colt is a clipper in training uh I begin in a box I'm uh captured by uh sort of mercenaries that are called nomads or at least the Badlands version of mercenaries um and I'm sort of in high demand throughout the series, not only by Sonny, but also by by the Widow and also by Quinn, um, because of a dark secret that I have that can't speak much about. But um, when when you when you guys see the show, you'll you'll understand. More on Into the Badlands in a moment. So it seems like it's a very almost feudal system it's like yes. the world is kind of like regenerated into yeah. land barons and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and of course there's no tech so it's all swords and that kind of thing yes yeah guns are banned to maintain a harmony and keep the system the way it is uh so yeah people are fighting with martial arts so what does that mean for you guys as actors that's like a whole nother skill yeah, yeah it means it's a lot more physically demanding um yeah there's a whole fight training and we we actually had two full-fledged production units going one was the fight unit one was the drama unit Stephen Fung was the director of the fight unit and the drama unit David Dobkin directed the first three who did the judge and wedding crashers and Guy Furland coming off of um uh I always forget the name uh the show Ali Loves the fantasy show that's like once upon a time no um, <laughs> it'll, it'll come to me it'll come to me but um we had two full-fledged units going so you know when when sons we would be yes he yeah, did come yeah. off of yeah. sons of anarchy but i'm and thinking of another show no. what's yeah. the like shows with dragons it's on game of game thrones of <laughs> Why, 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 why could I not think of that? So, Guy Furlan coming off of Game of Thrones. That's understandable um, that you would forget that show. I, <laughs> Ali talks about it enough, right? Um, yeah, but uh, we had two full-fledged units going. So, you know, although they were two completely different units and for two completely different things, they had to very much be, uh, you know, in touch with each other because... And you and Daniel were on set the whole time. Yeah. Because so huge. Though. Yeah. 
every single day. There, there would be days where we would start on first unit and go to second unit 100 miles away and then have to go back to first unit. It was insane. The scheduling was incredible, but um, I mean, there was huge attention to detail by by the, the showrunners um, because, you know, if they added one drop of blood in this scene on drama unit, it had to, it had, for continuity purposes, it had to be sent to second unit. So it was, it was very, uh, it was a very complicated process and you know some may think why didn't they make like a martial arts drama sooner and it's because it is damn hard you need a really really good team who, who knows what they're doing to be able to pull something like this off they discussed their expectations for the series well firstly i had no idea what it was like to do i'd never done an action thing before and i didn't know how physically demanding it would be because it's incredibly phys- I always thought I was quite a physically fit person until I started this and until it, it was really and then we realized we weren't yeah but I, I was really pushed to my limits like literally I thought I just can't go any further like it, 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 it's so physically demanding and like like they'd ask him to do things like okay you gotta drop into the splits um stab his foot and then pull yourself up like like this as you stab his stomach and his neck and pull yourself up I was like so what do I pull myself up with like because my muscles aren't engaged when I'm in the space they're like well yeah they should be you don't you pull yourself up with your stomach and your feet it's like are you kidding me <laughs> so they eventually had to wire me because my I wasn't physically strong enough to get out of the splits into like it, it was insane but the, the, the Chinese stunt guys oh, they yeah. are just pure muscle and bone and they will do these balletic Incredible. kind of flips in the they'll run and do these amazing flips and um spins and that yeah they're amazing they're just coming in so I was strong yeah yeah coming in I was sort of weary about um, I think I, as I said on the panel the the, the ratio martial arts to drama and how much they were going to focus on the acting and the storytelling and how much they were actually going to focus on the action and although the action is such a big selling point the drama is there and um, as I believe Al said the the, the action will draw you in and the drama will keep you so um, you know coming in I I didn't really know what to expect but after you know the fight camps and and getting stronger and more flexible and seeing the fights and, and and, and seeing the drama, it's all come together so well. I think for season two, we can get better at fighting. And yeah. Now definitely. I really understand Stephen's process. At first, it was it was so hard to see how I would get as to that point because there was a lot. It was very demanding the fight scenes, and and now I understand how he works, and obviously because he knows what he's doing. And so I think, yeah, next season I know what I've got to focus on and. More on Into the Badlands in a moment. Well, first questions was what's the what's the economical and social situation like? How's the world changed and how have we got to this point? That was my first question because I just had to it had to feel real for me and and so yeah, the, um, starting from those things, trying to make it as relatable. I definitely think like filming in New Orleans, like the muggy weather, really got us into character because it is so grimy over there. You know what I mean? And the show itself is very grimy. There's you know, there's there's not very much purity, and um, I think like the, the the humidity sort of helped us like drop into the characters and feel you know not yeah yeah sort of sort <laughs> yeah. of claustrophobic in in a sense, and also where we were filming, we filmed Rocket. on actual plantations, we filmed on the Evergreen Plantation yeah, it was so and. Beautiful. Um, 
amazing. What was I, I don't remember what the other one was called, but um, these were actual plantations uh, that were used as the fort and as the lodge. So. You know that 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 right there sort of helped us get into it because yeah, the, 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 the dark history is, is mm. so incredible. And yeah, interesting. yeah, and and different from anything oh, else because yeah. there's like Spanish influence, oh, French yeah. influence, French, yeah, yeah. Cajun a house we yeah, exactly. Really Asian yeah. to me, and yeah, yeah. Oh well, the widow uses tactic, and she's very crafty. Just a bit like a spider. Yes. I mean, like the idea of being like a spider. There's a lot of black leather and shiny black leather, and the stiletto heels are very like uh, yeah, spidery. And because I'm so small, I mean, I can't compete strength-wise, especially not with someone like Daniel or uh, Marton. Uh, So I had to use uh, agility, and that's very spider-like. And um, you saying I'm not strong? <laughs> you're more my that size you than that. You're strong. Eats gummy bears and grows muscles. Like, it's so unfair. Um, but yeah. I've seen stuff with your character in the trailer and a few other things. Yeah. She is not somebody to mess with. No, no. she's no. not. Brutal. No, oh, yeah. yeah. She's really taken on that widow spider persona actually yeah. widow and, and mk sort of developed this very interesting dynamic that that you guys will see uh-huh. going into the second third and fourth episode it's kind of so. a in and out of trust yes definitely mm-hmm. it's um like a shifting dynamic between a, a, a yeah. huge shifting dynamic and um i think it's going to be interesting to see on tv because filming it it was it, it yeah it. there's not many people that many of the characters really trust i i, I guess the closest thing to like a really trusting relationship i guess would be me and Sonny. Yes. Um, I mean... Shouldn't you and Tilda? I guess me and Tilda. But there's still sort of that Romeo and Juliet yeah. um, feel to, to me and Tilda because she does come from the lodge and I am affiliated with the fort. And I, she still has some type of loyalty towards her, her mother or the widow. And I still have some type of loyalty to, to my my regent, my clipper, who is Sunny. One thing about the show that I think sets it apart is that there's no real... There's no real trust between any of the characters. They're sort of it's sort of a free for all. Um, but I guess I guess the closest thing would be would be Sunny and, and MK. We, we sort of do always have each other's back, and he saves my life, I save his life. Um, we definitely go back and forth all the time, and we're sort of I guess the dynamic duo of the series, like a Pippin and Jordan or Jack and Kobe. <laughs> I think the widow is closest to Tilda. Yes, definitely. They Which relate is to each other. Sort of another interesting storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Until there's basically a young girl with it. Would you say that trust is the hardest commodity to come by in this world? Most definitely. Yeah, sometimes characters trust characters they shouldn't. <laughs> MK sort of comes in and just shakes things up. I mean, that's that's what I love about it so much. Yeah. I, mean, I, I sort of... Uh, you know, give everyone a metaphorical slap in the face and, uh, yeah. you know, snap them back into their real senses, which is um, an interesting part. So through your training, we kind of see a little bit of this world through your eyes and yeah. we kind of experience it with you a little bit and, and see your process, yeah. where you start to maybe where you are, even at the middle of the season. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that was... Um, that was another that's why 
the, the, the six week boot camp that we did in the beginning was also a huge help because you know I MK goes in not knowing much about martial arts and that sort of took some pressure off of me because I knew nothing about martial arts coming in whereas I had to be a master right? where she she had to be a badass like the first day of shooting so yeah um, she was the sensei yeah yeah I think there's a spirituality to the show that hasn't been revealed yet um, mythology yeah there, there's um, you know as much as the world is you know a, a blood-ridden place and the and violence is is an everyday thing um there's still a lot of spirituality and really it is a a, a story about journey to enlightenment worth it if you get a chance to see the series into the badlands it's worth it and sci-fi talk plus is offering free lifetime access over 800 episodes are available and original programming and it's free without any obligation. For Byte, this is Tony Tolado.